Hello and welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. I'm Liz and opposite me, I have got my favourite guest of all time, my husband, Brian, to talk to you about heating your Kiwi homes. I just want to say what you're about to listen to is a private podcast that we made for the people within our community. They're called the NZ Slackers. They're members of our private community, our NZ Ahead community, um, who are there to support each other for moving to and living in New Zealand. And what happened was a couple of weeks ago, we did our monthly live Zoom that we do every month with our private community. And while we were doing that live Zoom, I think we were talking about cost of living or something like that. Someone mentioned they had questions about heating your Kiwi home. So me and Brian came off that call and Brian just said, look, why don't I just make a private podcast answering all the questions about heating Kiwi homes so that people who are coming to New Zealand and are going to be renting houses, they know what to expect when it comes to heating. And also when you go on to buy your own home in New Zealand, your options, the cost, the efficiency, all those things that you need to know about heating a Kiwi home. So that's what we did. So what you're about to listen to is our private conversation just for our community. So it might not be as um, as, as slick and as polished as you're normally used to, but this is just us talking to our friends within our community. And yeah, that is just for them. Afterwards, we thought... We really need to share this with the public because this is really, really useful stuff. So they got it first. They got it a while ago. And, and now it's your turn to get it. Don't forget that if you're thinking about what is this private community that Liz and Brian keep talking about, this is a community made up of like minded people who are moving to New Zealand, who want to support each other and walk alongside each other. And me and Brian, we're obviously in there, too as they make this move to New Zealand. It is an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous group. There's so much value in there. There's so many lovely people. They're all like you. They're all moving to New Zealand or want to move to New Zealand or have just moved to New Zealand or have been in New Zealand for a while. And they're just there to help and support in what is a big move, a big move for you, because moving to the other side of the world isn't easy. So that's what that group is made up of. You've got access to hours and hours and hours of unreleased videos and podcasts that me and Brian have made for you. Um, what else is there in there? We do a monthly live Zoom call where we talk about something relevant that's happening, whether it's the cost of living or bringing up kids in New Zealand or renting a house or something, you know, that's that's important to you. And yeah, it's just, it's a fabulous, fabulous community. So if you would like to know more about how you can become part of that community, we would ask that you take our free five-day video guide. This is free, it's five days, and every day we send you a video of some aspect of life in New Zealand. It's absolutely wonderful. And the reason we ask you to take that guide is because rather than just thinking, oh yeah, I just want to be in your community and here's my money and I want to join... We're looking for commitment. We're looking for people who really want to move to New Zealand, who are really committed to staying long term and just helping out and just being there just for each other. And I think by us giving you those free videos and going through the five days, it just shows that you're committed to this wonderful journey of moving to New Zealand. You've got nothing to lose. They're absolutely free. And when you get to day five, you're given the option of whether or not you would like to join our community. So that's how it works. There is no link that I'm just going to give you and say, here's the link, join our community. You join the free five-day video guide and then you get to day five and you get more information. And that's how all that works. 
So I hope I haven't just complicated you and just completely confused you. Hopefully not. But if you would like to get those free five day videos so you too can see some aspect of life in New Zealand and get to day five and think, do you know what? I want to be part of this wonderful community. Then go to www.nzahead.com forward slash free. F-R-E-E, in case you can't hear me through my accent, but so www.nzahead.com forward slash free. Go there, put in your email. Today I'll send you a video and tomorrow I'll send you another one and then all the same for the next five days. Get to day five and then have a look at our wonderful community. But for now, sit back and listen in on one of those private conversations that we made for our community members where Brian talks all about heating your Kiwi home. Cut it, cut it, cut it. the NZ Ahead podcast. Everything you need to know about moving to and living in New Zealand. There's a whole world here. So nice to be with you again. We call Aotearoa around here, bro. Uh-huh. You'll be right. We are your hosts, Liz and Brian. Amazing New Zealand in the Southern Seas. See, that's where I belong. That's home. Hello, lovely slackers. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we are making you your very own special private podcast about heating your Kiwi home. We promised you we'd do this and we did. We are going to release this podcast as as a public podcast, maybe later on in a couple of weeks. But this is a private podcast for our NZ slackers to find out all about heating in New Zealand. So if you're listening to this, That means you're part of our community. And a couple of weeks ago, Bert said in the Slack group, can someone explain to me what a heat pump is? And from there, this whole conversation was sparked about heating. And then we had a live Zoom last Monday. We touched on it briefly and we said, why don't we just get Brian to tell you all he knows about heating? For those of you who don't know, and I'm sure you do, but in case you don't know, Brian is a certified plumber and a certified gas fitter here in New Zealand. He's also a licensed electrician in the UK and he's been heating people's homes for 42 years. So that is Brian's expertise. So I feel very honoured, Brian, to have you sitting I think you should as well. (laughs) I've got the radiators on this. (laughs) I feel very, very honoured because you know all there is to know about heating and it's great that you can be able to just jump on here and and help people out and just shed some light on it. Because you tend yeah. to think that people would know this thing, but the only reason I know it is because I'm married to you. So, Yeah, and, and again, because you're married to me, you never have to think about it. It's not something that you would even think about because you know that's what I would Actually, sort Brian, out. Actually, that's not true. I lay in bed often yeah. thinking about the heating systems within the houses yeah. in New Zealand. What's that funny noise at six o'clock in the morning? So we're going to jump right in. So what we did, you know this because we are talking to you and you're a member of our Slack group. But we put out, uh, well, I put out and just said, what questions have you got for Brian? What do you want me to ask him? What do you want to know about heating in New Zealand? And these are the questions that came through. But before we jump in and I I ask you those questions, I wonder if you would just explain to me, because what Bert said, very honestly, like what is a heat pump, Brian? Describe a heat, what is a heat pump? A heat pump. It's a common word that's used in New Zealand because we, we, we have got quite a, a temperate climate here. They're available all over the world. But if you install a heat pump as the main heating source in your house, your house in Europe, as I don't know America, 
has got to reach certain standards of insulation, the type of windows you've got, because the temperature outside is a lot colder in the winter. In New Zealand, you can just put a heat pump anywhere. So what a heat pump is, is it's an air conditioning unit that works in reverse. So you can use it for air conditioning and you can use it to heat your house. So you think, how can I use my air conditioning unit to heat a house? Well, it's got what they call an inverter in it, okay, which is re re reverses the technology to produce heat or cold. Okay, so it, if what a heat pump is, um, when, when we say air conditioning unit, it's, it's, it's mainly got a, a compressor in there which compresses a refrigerant, which is like a, a gas that gets compressed. So when you, um, if you've ever been to the back of a fridge, you'll feel the back of the fridge is quite hot in places or quite warm. And you think, well, why is my fridge at the back so hot? You know, you, you'll get heat coming off the fridge because it's like anything, you know, um, for every action, there's a reaction. So to produce cold with our technology that we have today, we have to produce heat to make cold and vice versa to make heat. You can sometimes get cold. Um, but with this type of technology, which is a heat pump. So what, what a heat pump does, it, it, it compresses the refrigerant and then it, it, um, it then goes down a tube into what we call the evaporation valve. So it's like a, a fine injector, a needle, that this more dense refrigerant, as in dense that it means the molecules that are a lot tighter, and then you go and inject it through this evaporation valve. And as it goes through that, it produces a lot of cold. This is how an air conditioning unit works. And then it goes through like a big radiator, like a car radiator, and the air would pass through that and you would get cold in the car. So as it goes back through that, the, the liquid then starts to become, as in evaporates, it starts to get less dense. So the molecules become further apart. And then what this then heads back towards the compressor. So when you compress the refrigerant again, because it's just in a, in a loop, a continuous loop, the compressor then, a bit like when you're um, pumping a bicycle tire up, if you've ever pumped a bicycle tire up with an old fashioned pump, mm. hand pump, it gets very hot at the end as you're compressing the gas. So this, this refrigerant now heads back towards the compressor, gets compressed, and as it gets compressed, it gets very hot. So it then goes through another radiator which then transfers, and you blow air through that, which then transfers heat into the house. Right. So that's what the heat pump means. So the compressor is the heat pump. And as that compresses the refrigerant, it gets very hot. It can get up to like 60, 70 degrees. And so then you're going to have a fan which blows warm air through that into the house. Right. Okay. So... That's 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 very in-depth explanation. So that's that's what a heat pump is. Yes. So I've got some questions around that. And also, I'm going to dive in and ask questions about other ways to... Let me just go back to more on the heat pump, if I can, just because I haven't probably explained it enough. That's the principle of how a heat pump works. So if we go back to what the heat pump is, the heat pump main unit sits outside in just the outside air. And then you have what they call a cassette unit, which normally sits at a high level above a window or somewhere in the house, in the main living room. This is the traditional heat pump in New Zealand. So the outdoor unit, this refrigerant gets down to like minus 20, minus 30. And this is how, this is why they're super efficient because then it uses the outside temperature. And in New Zealand, it, 
in most of parts of the New Zealand, as in the North Island, uh, and the majority time of the winter, it doesn't get overly cold. It will get to points where it'll get down to minus 15 in the mountains and inland um, and in the South Island, it can get to quite cold. But what I'm trying to say, it uses the outside temperature to take the refrigerant from minus, say, 20 and brings it back to four or five degrees centigrade. We're always talking centigrade here. So zero degrees is freezing. So you can see that, that you've got now around about 20 degrees of free energy from just the outside atmosphere. Mm. And so that, that, that makes that gas going from very cold to back to four degrees and the compressor has not got so much work to do to compress it again. And so you get constantly get this heat from it. And this is how efficient they are. You can put a dollar of energy into a heat pump Say it's five degrees outside, you can put a dollar of energy into it and you'll get five dollars of um, heat out of it. Mm. So well, a, a kilowatt in, five kilowatts out. Okay. That's that's super efficient. And we will talk about the efficiency because that's the other thing is the cost. If people want to know the cost, yes. it's all very well to say, oh, yeah, we'll have a heat pump or I'll have radiators or I'll have underfloor heating. Yeah. We're going to talk. Don't worry. We will go into depth about the cost and the efficiency of these things. But first of all, I just wanted to know, OK, that just, is just what the, a the heat basic, pump is. Basic principle of it, yes. Are they um, are they in every Kiwi house, or is it just something that they only put in new builds? Or no, no, uh, it's it, it will become gas will be outlawed in New Zealand within the next three years. As in, if you build a new house, you won't be able to use that as a main heat source, but just for environmental impact, because heat pumps are efficient in New Zealand because we're, we're we are kind of temperate in the winter. What do they run on? Electric. Electric. Right. Yeah, and you know, in New Zealand can run up to at times up to 80% um, on uh, renewable um, or green energy from geothermal to wind um, to all the uh, hydro and stuff like that. But we do use coal power in New Zealand, which is crazy. But So don't go down that road. No, I'm not. No, just keep your focus on heating the houses. Mm. So that's one way to heat a house is a heat yep. pump. Yep. What's another way to heat a house? The main way, in, the main heat source in New Zealand will always be a wood burner, right? Um, just for the fact that it's a quick, simple fix. You know, you can buy a wood burner for a thousand dollars and get it installed. So what about these houses in the city and they don't like wood burners? They're not. Well, you, yeah, you can't not, not allowed to have them. Yeah. Well, so now what they're going to do? Then? Well, the, we're talking about the majority of houses okay. throughout New Zealand, so the suburbs and stuff like that. Some of them are allowed. It's all changing because of clean air and stuff like that. Um, so they have to move over to the, the likes of a heat pump or you can have a gas fire installed in, 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 a, in a house as well. Right. So a ducted gas fire, as they call it, which okay. is it's a, it's a very weird. We'll the, talk about that in a minute. The so terminology all, is very weird. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've got your heat pump yes. that you've just described. Um, first, also with heat pumps, are they like if I didn't have a heat pump in my house, yep. are they easy to put in? You can get them installed in a day. Yes, some, sometimes you can get them installed in a day because it just needs a little area outside. It needs a PowerPoint put in outside. So you'd allow probably a day for an electrician to come in because it's not a heating guy that will come in to be an electrician because right. he has to put power to it. But it's someone who's done a bit of training on you know a, a, a couple of days course on how to install a heat pump. Right. Uh, and he'll just sort of have a look at your house and go, well, yeah, there's only set size units like four kilowatts, six kilowatts, or seven kilowatts. You can go to big ones, but then it would be two cassettes and do different rooms and stuff like that. Okay, so you've got heat pumps, that so you've yep. got the choice of heat pumps. You've got um, open fires, like wood burners, Yes. Um, that are, tend to be more in the rural areas. 
we've got an open fire. My mum's got an open fire. Yeah. My sister's got an open fire. She you, lives in Gisborne on the on the coast there. Yeah. So they're the three people that I know have got open fires. But yeah, but you can you can get clean burn wood burners as well. Can you, you know, some of the the German and um, Swedish wood burners they're very very clean, so you don't get any smoke off them because there's such a, a, a you have to use special dry wood and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you know you can put some of these. They can be classed as smokeless sometimes. But okay, and again we're going to come back to the efficiency of them and the cost. So don't worry if you're listening to this thinking, oh, ask him how much it costs. I will do yeah. that. So. Uh, Heat pump, wood burner. What about radiators, European radiators like we've got? Right. They're available in New Zealand, but they're not common. There's not many houses have got them. It's getting, it, it, they had a big push probably five, six years ago where radiators and gas boilers, um, they, they became readily available in New Zealand. So we had, you know, you had the likes of Bosch, you had the likes of um, uh, Baxi bringing stuff over. You, you had um, just uh, all, all European high efficiency. These these things are running at ninety percent. Like a normal gas furnace in in America, will be running around about seventy eight percent efficient. Um, so you know the most of the heat's going up through the flue because that's the type of technology that they have. Whereas the new ones are condensing boilers. They're up to ninety two, ninety five, or even ninety six percent efficient at times. So coming from the UK, I absolutely love radiators because yep. that's what I was, you know, that ever since being with you, then we, every house that we had, we made sure that we had radiators in yep. them. So why are they not common over here? Um, because of the temperate climate and they weren't readily available when the houses were being built. So are they built. available now? Yes, you can buy you can buy radiators from um, lots of places. Central Heat in New Zealand, um, all, all companies like this. There's Waterware, which all sell radiators. And okay. You can get them from Plumbing World. You can get them from Mycos. All the the name. These are the name of the tradey uh, places here in New Zealand. Yeah. So again, we're going to come back to the efficiency and the cost. But yeah. so you're telling me that if I had a house, I've got a house here now. I'm freezing cold, yeah. and I want radiators and I want a boiler. Yeah. I can I can do that. Yes, if the house, depending on what the house, how the house is made, because the majority of houses in New Zealand are wooden structures, mm-hmm. as in timber frame, as they call it. Uh, the more modern houses are a concrete floor, concrete raft, yes. and then the house is built on top of that. They can be extremely hard to retrofit heating systems to because you can't get under the house. Oh, is that what you mean when you tell me, oh, it's a retrofit? A retrofit means you're going to come into a, an existing house and you're going to fit a European style heating system or an American style heating system, whatever you want to call it, with okay. ra- with traditional radiators with hot water going through them. Okay, all right. So, so you've got that option. So you can go down to Mycos and yes. you can get a plumber and say, uh, or a gas fitter. What, what would you use? Would you use a gas fitter or a plumber? You'd or have to use a, ga- a, a gas fitter, but there's there's different ways. Heating company. Again, it's changing that these gas. You won't be able to install these gas systems in 2025 because right. it's been um, outlawed that you can't. So you would have to fit a heat pump, which is, we were talking about the original heat pumps are air to air. So that means you take, you know, you're, you're transferring the heat into air and then it's getting pumped into the house where you have to go to a, a hydronic heat pump, which is air to water. So it's not air to air. Yeah, oh, it's confused. honestly it's it's very complicated. Um, well, make it easy. Well, it, I don't want it to is. hear that it's, it's complicated. Instead of a, a gas furnace, just want to be you warm. have to have a heat pump right. which heats water up, okay, and then puts it into the radiators. That's easy. That's yep. easy. So okay. what I'm doing then, I'm swapping out my gas boiler yep. for one of these heat pump things that do, like you just said, yes, air to air to water, air to water. Right. Okay, yep. that's easy for me to understand. Right, and the last one. So we've covered um, heat pumps, we've covered radiators, we've covered wood fire burners. What about ducted heating? Adam yep. said, 
he doesn't know what what does it mean when a home is ducted in New Zealand. And I, I've never heard this. All right. So, so, so this. The, the, this is a, there's a lot of confusion between HRV, mm-hmm. which is heat recovery ventilation. Yes. And ducted heating. So ducted heating um, would be a, a gas furnace that um, has a heat exchanger in it. It doesn't use any water. It just ha- it has a, a big fan and a heat exchanger that the gas heats the heat exchanger up and the 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 big fan in it blows like a fan heater, electric fan heater. It blows uh, across the heat exchanger and then it goes up through a big duct pipe into the roof space and then will uh, be blown into each individual room. Oh, so like it's what you call little it, vents. Like a central, uh, this uh, central ducted heating is what, you know, it's most common in, in America. They do have a lot of units like that. Right. But this unit tends to sit outside in, in New Zealand. Okay. And it's uh, Australian made. Uh, I can't remember the name. The maker, are they common? Maker, uh, Brivis are called. Okay. Yes, they are quite common. Yeah. 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 It's a cheap, another cheaper fix. Like, you know, we'll talk about costs in a minute, a rough idea. So let me just get it be. right. Think a furnace sits outside, yes, and it blows air up through a pipe through yep. the roof and out into vents into each individual yes. room. Yes, it doesn't okay. blow gas into the room; it blows heat into the into room. Heat. Yeah, so it's and fresh what's the air. other one you wanted to talk about? HRV. HRV. So um, it's a it's a it's a funny thing. HRV. It's a bit of bit of a con, really. Um, Careful, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, you know the owner of that company? No, I know the guy who started it. Uh, it, 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 what it, what it does, it waits for the, obviously the sun or the heat, the day gets warmer and the, the, the main construction in New Zealand for roofs is, um, is what iron or steel, steel roof. So that roof space can get quite warmer a lot quicker than what the house would do. Um, and so the, the, the temperature would get up on a warmer day, on a sunnier day, obviously when it's pouring down with rain, it doesn't really make any difference. So this is why it's a bit of a con because... If it rains, it doesn't warm your house up when you really need it because mm. you're going to get a lot of solar gain from the sun anyway. So it heats the roof space up and then it switches on a, a fan. And again, it's like a ducted system. It will then blow air into the the rooms. Right. It's what they call positive. Um, it puts a positive pressure in the house. So but it only works if it's sunny. It works the best if it's sunny, but you don't really need it when I it's sunny. I was going to say, you don't <laughs> want it when it's sunny, And then at night time, do it doesn't do a thing. Yeah. Right. But, you know, people go, oh, well, I can use it for cooling the house in the summer because the roof space will cool down quicker. But it, You're not it, a fan? It, do you know what? It's great for people who are living at home all day and they want it to be that bit warmer. Okay. You know, you only got to raise the temperature in the house sort of five or ten degrees, which mm. you can do from an HRV unit. If you've got it, if you had the option to have it as well as a heating system, then you're going to save yourself money. Mm. So, you know, it's great because you need the heating system when it's cold. So all these options that we're talking about, I'm aware that these are really going to apply to you when you've been in New Zealand for a while and you buy your own home. So you can't go into a rented accommodation, for instance, and it's cold and you can't just go to the owner and say, "Okay, well, I'd like you to put some vented ducts in the roof, please, and and get me warm. So, again, it's it's important to remember that this focus is for you when you come to buy your home in New Zealand or you might build your own home in New Zealand yeah. and you yeah. ha- you will be able to have the option of being he- heating your home exactly yeah. how you want to heat it. So hopefully this all is making sense to you for for future when you want to be thinking about yeah. heating your home. But now can we also just talk and we will come back to the costs and, and the efficiency. I promise yeah. that we'll come back to that. But I just want to talk now about when you move over to New Zealand yep. and you're in a rented accommodation and so many people on our group 
And I'm really sorry that you have to go through this because no one wants to be cold. It's miserable when you're cold. They're moving into accommodation, Bri, and literally they've got an electric heater or a Mm -hmm. fan heater or a gas heater or whatever in one room, or they've got one wood burner in one room. All the bedrooms are freezing. It's Mm -hmm. all damp. It's all cold. What's what's going on there? Well, you've got to put it into perspective. Um, there's there's three things that really you want to talk about is is what the first thing is 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 when you're looking for a house don't get bamboozled by the agent because they're trying to rent the house for the client which you're not the client the client is the person who's paying them the rent yeah it's not the person renting it as in i go to rent a house yeah. off someone it's the landlord is the client of, the, of the, the agent. The, yes. the agent is acting for the for the landlord. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of houses were built with no insulation whatsoever in the 1960s. Why? Why didn't they have insulation? Available. It right. just it didn't come on the ship. Or okay. There was no manufacturer here in New Zealand. Um, and so the, a lot of these houses, which are, the, you know, traditional Kiwi homes, the, the new homes, and even in the 70s, they would put a tiny bit of insulation you know, like a, an inch or two of insulation because that's all that was available. And, and really, so what I'm trying to put into perspective, the, you only really need heating in New Zealand for two or three months, maybe four months max, really, of like proper. I'd say more than two. I'm sorry. We put ours on in May. Well, I'd say about, yeah, eight, well, eight, May. So May. May. May, June, July, August, September. So what, I'm having it on three for five or four, months. Three or four months. Five yeah, but, months. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's available. But whether it comes on, our, our, our heating is on on a thermostat, and it's on all year. Yeah, it comes on. But if only the comes on if it needs below it. Needs it. Yes, yeah. so, uh, I can come in in the morning, and you know the heating's not even come on because at certain times, certain days, like today, it, it came on, but it came on for about twenty minutes. So going back it. to people who are renting the house. So going back to renting the house. Um, what are they going to do we when have, they've only we, got that little bit of heat? Well, no, we have a Healthy Homes Act here in New Zealand, okay. but not many people are, are really, compl- they're pulling the wool over the eyes, you know, and because they're supposed to have insulation. They're supposed to have these things. Who are the landlords? The landlords, yeah. But if the construction is old enough, there are a few exemptions that you don't need wall insulation because it can't be put in, you know. Yes, it could, but it'd be extreme cost. So yes, there's, there are exemptions. Or if it's got a, a, a vaulted ceiling, then you can't get access to the roof space. So you can't put insulation in if it wasn't installed it, without taking the roof off. Um, it's got to be to the, get to the point where, yes, it will happen, but there's underfloor insulation. I, I, we had um, uh, Michelle and Clint sent me a healthy home report the other day, and it said underfloor insulation Um What's what's and you have to know the condition of it. And it said not available. And it's like, well, you know, there's a, a polyester blanket under the the under the house, the insulation, but you don't know the R value of it. So that can't be. And it says it complies healthy homes. Well, it doesn't because you must know the R value of it. It's got to be one point three R value. R value means resistance. It's the the amount of time that the heat in the house, which is energy, takes to escape through the walls. That's the resistance of the walls of how slow it will go through. And that's what the R value means. So an R1.3 is a low value, but for floor insulation, the the floor is not the coldest, but it's not the warmest part of the house, if you see what I mean. But it's it's the ceiling, which is warmer because the heat rises. The roof's got to be around about 3 to 3.3. 
depending on where you live in New Zealand. So these these are the things that aren't really being complied by because the landlords are really they're not doing the job that they should no, be doing. No. So you've got to be really vigilant what it is that you're going to rent. But and I know it comes down to money at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, and here's not just money. Here's the thing. So you've moved over to New Zealand. You've yep. got a family of three kids. Your husband's about to start work or you're about to start work or your partner's about to start work. You need somewhere to live. Yep. There's a shortage of rent of houses on the rental market. Yep. One of these houses is available and you might be able to get it. But, oh, guess what? It doesn't comply with the heating, mm-hmm. vendor, you know, the, uh, the rules. The healthy homes. Healthy homes yep. rules. And it's only got two inches of, of uh, insulation and mm-hmm. it should have ten. You're not going to turn it down. You're just going to say, do you know what? We're a family. We need to get on with our life. Mm-hmm. I don't care about you. And I know it's not right. Don't get yep. me wrong. Yep. But you haven't got the time you haven't got the choice. You haven't got the luxury of being able to say, do you know what, mate? I'm not going to rent your house because I can go down the road and rent somewhere that does comply with the healthy homes. Because guess what? There isn't somewhere down the road because there's there's not that many places no, but you know, so, available. So, but, by. All right. Then look at it this way. If you're unsure about it and you've signed a year's lease on it. Mm. OK, so after the first month that you're in. You hit them hard with the healthy homes. They have to do something about it or reduce your rent. Right, well, that's different. Extra fee. Yeah. yeah, so I'm that's saying so that you've got to be vigilant yes. on it and not believe what the agent is telling you. Okay, so let me go over that again. So you rent a house and yeah. you sign up for a year. Has it got to be within the first month that you complain? Uh, no, not so much the first month. But if, if you if you start in, in the summer and it's like, this is lovely, this house, and then oh, it gets extremely cold in the winter or it's if starting. When we're saying extremely cold, we're talking, I've known New Zealand homes to get down to six degrees which is colder than a fridge or as cold as a fridge i don't know where they get yeah. that it isn't cold it's in the not winter. temperate it here it depends is. where you live you know if you're up in auckland or the northlands it's dependent on how your house is made this is not all homes neither this is the older homes mm. like the new homes are fully insulated and they're very nice to live in you know the majority of rental homes bright are yep. usually the older the old, kind because of they tend to be homes. old family homes that yes. you know your, your mother's left you in your will so and what you're saying is and i want to question this again because of wes and marnie because i know that they had trouble they rented yep. a house down in yep. hawks bay and things weren't going right for them and it was really cold and damp and they went to the landlord and they said what you said and they said you know you're not complying we want you to do something about it and the landlord said no as, I, I think that's what happened. But so what do you do well, in that it, situation? What it was, it, 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 I think it was slightly different with, with Marnie, Marnie because um, they had they had um, pets and they they could have got out of it, but they had nowhere else to go. Oh, okay. So yeah. they were a little bit stuck on... Yeah. If they hadn't had pets, then I think they would have been free to just move wherever they want because okay. you can get out the contract. So because... option one then is that you can go... If, you, if you've moved in and all of a sudden winter comes along and it's absolutely freezing and you're yep. thinking, what the hell? What, you know, this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah. You can go back to the landlord and and hit them with the Healthy Homes Act, can you? Yes, because with the Healthy Homes Act, you must do a heat loss calculation. And I know you I did have when not we seen any of these. I, I ask people who are in the Slack group, send me the heat loss calculation, and they go, "Oh, it's in it's in the report." Well, it's not in the report because it's a set calculation that you do. You need to know what what wall insulation you've got. You need to know what roof insulation you've got. You need to how big the windows are. It's a lot of work and most yeah. people are just, this is what I'm saying, they're being bamboozled by other people because they're not doing the job what they should be doing. Mm. And it's, you must have the underfloor insulation. With all those all those um, calculations, you can then do the heat loss calculation because you know how much. And this is the only, this is the other thing which, for the life of me, I don't know why the government did this, it only has to be for the living room. 
in the house. So the bedrooms don't need insulation, the walls, anything. So healthy homes only applies to the lounge? The living room. The living room. The living room and the ventilation in the bathrooms and the kitchen. Right. That's mainly healthy, which to me is a joke. You know, mm. as the New Zealand government should be, they need a kick up the arse, mm. you know, because in they go, oh, well, it's only for eight months of the year. Uh, sorry, uh, four months of the year. Mm. Yeah, it's a long okay. time, that, so 120 here's, days. Here's, so if you are in a place that you, you're cold and your electric bill is, is going through the roof because you can't warm it up. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of a few people in our group that have been uh, like cold this winter. And, old houses. Yeah, yeah, old houses. So you can try going back to your landlord and hitting with the healthy homes. To be honest, again, I don't, I don't, I'm not being lazy, but I just couldn't be bothered. I would just be thinking. Well, it's yeah, but it's. I know, it, but it's it, a hassle. This is the law then, in New Zealand, I know it and is, they're not but adhering to it. Do I have to, to go it. to a Do I have but, to go to a lawyer to do this, or how do uh, I do it? You could no, you can just go straight to the healthy homes um, people and say, you know, go to the go to the, the local government or whatever it is, and just say. You know, this can. Uh, I've asked for these calculations. What do I do next? Go to the tenancy services and go. Mm. What do I do next? And they'll say, Yeah, okay. Tell tell me what it is, and we'd like to see the heat loss calculation. Yeah, that's been yeah. done. You can't guess it. Mm. It's got to be done. You can't go. Oh, it's got a big wood burner. It's got a gas fire, so it's got loads of heat in it. Mm. No, I'd like to see the heat loss calculation because I need to know what the walls. And this is the this is the only way. This is the only thing that you can go. I need to see it. Okay, I know you haven't got, and because I'm, I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm putting you under a bit of pressure, but I know you haven't got all the answers to everything. But just say that we are living in a house, right? Yeah. And we're renting this house, and we've signed it up for a year, and the landlord is just being uh, just stubborn and being like, no, you know, I, I'm, I won't answer his phone, and he won't let us see the heat loss calculations. Yeah. And we've got little kids, and we're cold. Tell me how I'm going to get warm. What you'd have to do, what if, I mean, it's not so much that people, it's not the living room that's the problem. No, people say it's, it's their bedrooms. It's their bedrooms, yeah. So how can yeah. I warm my bedroom, Bri? Um, what would you suggest? Well, the only way to do it is with an electric heater. Right. Really, because you can't put an unfluid gas heater in a bedroom because, no. you know, you'll never wake up again. Um, you know, those those wheel around gas bottles that are in, you know, those a radiant clicky clicky heater that you used to have those all the time in yeah, the they're so dangerous those things and you get so much moisture off those things so don't ever put one of those in your right, house so not a little wheelie round gas heater no no okay no because they're, they're unfluid and you're going to be breathing in all the you know um carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide from the yeah. actual heater so what been. can i do what so else? You, you heat it up that way there, there's what with a little electric with electric fan heater or um yeah the, people tend to like the little column oil radiators Yes. That they can put in and just you know just take the chill off an electric blanket to keep the the bed a bit more yeah. red and dry. Um, Hot water bottle. Yeah, I mean some houses have a, what they call a heat transfer unit, which from the living room it's a little fan in the roof with some ducts that you can pump into probably two or three rooms and take a little bit of heat out of the 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 living room. But you've got to be careful because your wood burner tends to be a um, what they call a, an open flue which is a natural draft. So, you know, the heat from the fire. So you've got to be careful that the fan doesn't suck too much out of the room and start sucking it back down the, the chimney. Right. And it's the same with the gas fire. So you've got to be really careful of those heat transfer units. Mm. They've got to be installed by a professional and test, the, especially a gas appliance, mm. um, because you can smell the smoke coming out of your fire if it's, when you mm. turn it on if it's not right. So you've just got to be careful on how much you're taking out of those particular rooms. Um, but... This is mainly for rentals or 
Yeah, it's not so much for if it's your own house because oh, you, you can do you, you, you know can do what you like, yeah, can't it, you? It, yeah, I mean, and we'll move on now just to talking about the efficiency and the cost for people yes. who are who are. Because the other thing as well is I just want to tell you, when we first moved over here, we were renting a house down on the beach, you know, down on a messenger down there. And it was freezing, wasn't yeah, it, Brian? It was. It was eight degrees in the it bathroom. And this is living so next cold. to the ocean. Yeah. And we had this bl blimmin' thing that used to go off in the bathroom. Do you remember when there was moisture in the bathroom and it would be like... It was a smoke alarm. Oh, was it? It was a smoke alarm. that because it, it was because Because when you had a hot shower... Um, the ventilation in the bathroom wasn't very good. So it used to go into that room. When you open the door, all the steam would come out of the cold bathroom and into that cold room. And then the sensor would start clicking. Go click, click, click. Mm. Yeah. So that house was freezing. And that was like, it was like, they had loads of money, that family. They, yep. It wasn't, they it wasn't, it was, a, short it was of money. a summer batch. That's why. Because it I was know, on the beach and it was where they would go in the summer. So yeah. they never went there in the winter because they were doing the farm all winter. So we were there with Sonny and Tess, tiny, you know, they're only eight and five or whatever. We were living there. It was freezing cold. Granted, yeah. it was on the beach. So when the sun came out, the house would warm up. But at night, it was just horrible. It was just, we, I remember we had yeah, that oil. No, wood burner or no there wasn't was a wood burner. We yeah. had that oil heater thing that we used to wheel around the rooms like you were just talking yeah. about. We tried to heat it up like that. But what I just want to say, and I know this may be not any consolation at the moment when you're going through it, but I just want to say it's when you get your own place, you can do what you want with your heating. You know, you have yeah. your options to do that. And I I don't want to be complacent. And I know that it's horrible being cold and it was horrible being cold. But now when I look back, I think, oh, you know, I I suppose what I'm trying to say is it will come to an end. You're not going to live in that rental house freezing no, cold. No, no, no. For... If, you, if you're coming over here as a professional, which the majority of people do come over as a professional, you're not going to come over as a homeless person. Um, you know, you're coming over here to start a life as a professional. Yeah. So, you know, the minimum wages that you're going to be getting should be up around seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. So, yes, um, and there's two of you working in the family, then, you know, you, you can you, you're, you're going to be comfortable. You know, you're going to be afford all these things. Yeah, but yeah. The big thing here that if you're building a home or you're coming over here to build a home, put aside a budget for the heating because the architect will take that budget out and say you won't need mm. it. Your house won't drop below 19 degrees, mm. which is uh, 65 Fahrenheit. And that's not acceptable to me. No. And it drops way below that. What they're saying, that's the average temperature through the year. The house will be 19 degrees. Well, that's, that's rubbish. That means it's going to drop down to, you know, 10, 10 degrees. I've been in our house when we haven't been here and I've come in in the mornings uh, when I say not been here so we've been away on holiday or something we haven't lit the wood burner at night or whatever mm. it is it can be 14 degrees in that living room mm. 14 degrees yeah it's cold you know? isn't most, it? most people heat their houses to 23 yeah so it gives you an idea and so going back seven, to 7 degrees uh, um, 9 degrees centigrade is a lot double it another mm. 30 gives you an idea of how many Fahrenheit that is so going back to the to the rental homes and people who at the moment are feeling the feeling the chill. Yeah. Um, you just suggested that you you can light your wood burner in the lounge. Just open the doors. It doesn't really work. Does it not? No. See, I always wonder about that. Does it one? Does it work? No. It can, Why? It kind. Of, well, you look at the the normal height of a a ceiling in New Zealand is around about eight foot. Um, and we've got ten foot ceilings in one room, and we've got eight foot ceilings in another room. So if we like the wood burner in there, it's got to get so hot in that living room that, you know, it's got to drop, the heat's got to drop over 
around about three or four feet to get through the door. How's it going to get through the door mm. if the door's closed? Or, or it's like it's going to roll around and then try and warm. It's going to, it's going to make a, a slight difference, but not enough to, well, to heat, right? heat it up. Do you know what I used to do when we were renting Messenger? And I don't know if this is efficient or not, but and this is just a little thing that I always used to do, is that every time I'd finished cooking in the oven, yeah. I would just leave the oven door open all the yeah. time. Every time I, I'd finished cooking in the oven. Because yeah. in my mind, I thought, well, why is that heat just staying in that oven? I'm just going to open the door. But it will eventually come back in because it doesn't go outside from an oven. But an oven is a two kilowatt heater normally. Mm. Uh, a t- two kilowatts of electric it can be a one, two kilowatts. It can be three kilowatts if it's a big oven. Um, and that's a lot of heat, but you're not going to leave the oven door open with the oven on to try and heat the room. No, you could, I know, you but could I'm just do, but it's like it's a lot thing. of yeah, it's not designed for that. Okay, so I'm in my rental. I'm cold, so I'm going to just put my oil oil heating yeah. oil, you know, like radiator things that you wheel around from room yeah. to room and just and leave those on. It, the trouble is, it is costing a lot of money in electricity. Yeah. It's a kilowatt, you you know, a kilowatt of um, energy in to get a kilowatt of energy out. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say with those heat pumps earlier on. That's why you would use your heat pump as yes. your main heat source. Yes. Yep. All right, then. Well, let's just go back to um, the, the fact that now you've moved out of your rental. Yep. You look back on that with you. You can tell these tales to your children about how, yeah, you used how cold to, it was. How cold it was yeah. because don't worry, we tell our kids all the time about messenger terrors. We're always like, oh, it was freezing, and it was. Yeah, but your house in England when I met you was yeah. bitter, wasn't it? I'm used to cold houses. Absolutely freezing. So you moved out. You're in New Zealand now, and you're thinking of getting your own place. So they're going to be buying a place, or they're building a place, or yeah, I would imagine buying a place. Yeah. So tell me what, in your professional opinion, if I'm buying a home. Yep. What heating what system? Building or, or just, a, just no, you're going I'm not to buy build, your own I'm, home? I'm just buying a home now. Yep. I'm not building my own home. I'm just buying okay. a home and it, all it's got in there is it's a wood a, burner. Yeah. And I've just spent a year living in my freezing cold rental and there's yeah. no way I'm believing the rental agent, the, the real estate agent, when he says to me, that little wood burner will be enough to heat this house. So yeah. tell me what I'm going to put in my house to heat it. Okay, so f- first thing when you're buying that house, so you obviously you're going to check out the insulation. There's lots of grants available to get most of your house insulated depending on the age of it and hopefully that will have been done because people would have been taking these grants up but check out the insulation especially if it's if it's a house on piles like a traditional wooden house with you know um weatherboard outside check out get the architect not the architect but get the um surveyor to do a full whoops a full test on it and mm-hmm. see what that insulation is so you you've got enough a rough idea an insulation is going to keep it cooler in the summer and it's going to keep it warmer longer in the winter so See what if it's like you just said it's got a wood burner. So the has it got reticulated mains gas? So you know you could you know figure out how it, how's how's it going to be? How how can I heat something? But like I say, from twenty twenty five. Well, that's, yeah, I was going to say no point in thinking no, about but that. You, if you've got it already installed, then you can run it as long as. Oh you, right, they're not just can, getting rid of no, all not, gas. No, no, but it's on in new builds, new, new installations. Yes. Yeah, if it's already got a gas appliance, you can replace it for that another gas appliance but i'm just saying in new bills no more gas furnaces to heat the house um so i would be looking at me personally two things i would probably look at this day and age if i was to go into a a a house that's just got a wood burner i would be looking at putting a heat pump ducted warmer system in the roof space so it's a big unit that goes in the roof space you've got an outside unit downstairs and it's like it's like a heat pump that you put on the wall, but it sits 
in this in the roof space and then it, it has ducts to each room so this can be used for heating the house and it can be used for cooling the house if it ever gets too hot but it's it really get not really no they're pretty whisper quiet and those things are very very efficient and i would say that would be they're kind of expensive okay tell me how much the unit would be about about fifteen thousand dollars new zealand dollars yeah yeah and and installed would probably be another five thousand dollars so twenty thousand dollars for your heating yep okay but that's the one you'd go for that's what i would go for this day and age yeah because it's a quick way to heat the house up because you don't need much heat to heat the houses here it's not minus 15 it's not snowing on the ground it's not you know well it is in the south island well it does but not for very long if you're living in queenstown then you know your house is going to be to a different code because um you know most of the houses down there are pretty new like you know so and they're that cold that they would have been insulated by now or Mm. heated like you know uh, and it's a different way of life living in the mountains. It really, really is. It's like living in the middle of America, isn't it? You need heat and cold. Right. So we've moved into this house yep. and you're going to put this ducted uh, thing in there and then it's going to cost me around about, don't hold him to this, yep. around about 20,000 New Zealand dollars to yep. heat your home. It depends. You know, that would be like for a three bedroom house. Is that efficient? Is that going to cost yep. me a fortune to no, run every month? No, they're very, very good. Because again, it uses heat pump technology. So you can get up to a six to one, six to one coefficient. But if you said, right, realistically, it's going to be about a four to one coefficient throughout the year. That's for every four dollars I put in. Sorry, every dollar I put in, I get four dollars of heat out. Right. Which there's nothing else on the market that's doing that. Okay. You know, even gas is slightly cheaper per kilowatt but um, than, than electricity is, as in natural gas, not LPG. Right. Okay. So in our home, we yep. I'll tell you what we've got. We've got a wood burner, we've got radiators and we've got underfloor heating. So why wouldn't you put radiators in? Why wouldn't you say, oh, I'll put a European radiator system in there? Because what it is, heat pumps like to work on low temperatures. They don't like to work at like a traditional wood, uh, a traditional furnace that say you're in America, your radiators are going to heat up to anything up to 60 to 60, 70, 80 degrees. They don't feel like that when you touch them because they're on a big plate surface, like you know. But there can be sometimes your radius can get that hot. It's like, yeah, I can't really touch that. It's uh, mm-hmm. you oh, know, I love it when they're that hot, though. Bro. Yeah, I love being warm. Yeah, but that's that's an inefficient way to heat a home nowadays. Right. Um, so what we're trying to do is, if I, if, I, if I had to design a heating system for a heat pump, this air to water heat pump, heat pump that I was talking to before, I would have to double the size of the radiators. To, so those radiators are going to be sitting there at 30, 40 degrees because the heat pump is efficient up to around about 40 degrees. Um, so those radiators are a lot bigger. So that's why you don't tend to use a radiator system off a heat pump uh, because they've got to be that much bigger. So it's just a bigger surface area to heat the room. Okay. So, our, you know, radiators are great for gas boilers. They're not the best way, but you can use them for heating off heat pumps. The most, if I was building a brand, when well, I was still talking no, about we're still talking talking a, a retrofit okay, heating so system. So yeah, I was yep. going to say, so I'm living in a house and I want to, I'm, I don't care about what you've said about the heat pump. I, what I want is a nice European or American, whatever you call it, heating system with radiators yep. and a boiler. And I understand that I'm, the gas is going to be obsolete in 25. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a heat pump out there, like you've just told me, that yep. goes air to water. And I'm, I'm going to have European radiators all over yep. the house, keeping me nice and warm. How much is it going to cost me? I've got a four-bedroomed house. You've got a four-bedroom house. Yeah. It's going to cost you anything from $20,000 up to $40,000. Why $40,000? Um, Why is it so expensive? 
be depending on um, how big your house is and how many radiators you've got to have, how we can get the pipes down through the walls or up underneath, you know. Okay. Um, but I would say your starting point, we used to fit, install heating systems for 15,000 up to around about 25. But the costs just went up and up and up. Did and labor's gone up and up and up. Yeah. Um, so realistically, when I was when I left five years ago, the normal cost of a heating system was around about 20,000. But it, I'm saying now, because you would be talking more for a basic heating system, about $25,000 New Zealand. Um, But what I'm trying to say to you is the reason why I'm saying up to $40,000 because of the eco controls that you can put on these systems. You know, you have what they call weather compensation systems, which look at the outside temperature and say, hey, we don't need to be 80 degrees in, in this boiler today because it's 15 degrees outside. We only need to be um, 45 degrees. Mm. So that's what the weather compensation system does. That's what we have on our house. So that's why sometimes you feel the radiator is not very warm because it's not that cold outside. Mm. So the colder it gets, the warmer the radiators get. Okay. All right then. So that's that one, but you wouldn't go for that. I wouldn't go for gas again now. No, no. no. And but you would put um, and you put radiators in every every room and then zone it so you can just turn the bedroom on and it's all done off an app on a phone. So you would go for it. No, I I wouldn't go for a a gas heating system anymore, right? Because they're going to be outlawed, yeah. Um, and there's not as efficient as what the the modern technology heat pumps are, yeah. Okay. But the heat pumps are a lot more expensive. That's why I'm saying forty thousand for a radiator system. That would be a heat pump heating system. Okay. Okay. All right. So still, your first one, your first choice then is the one in the roof. There's the whisper yeah. quiet one in the roof that's blowing up nice cold. Nice, yeah, it tends to air. heat your head up. Well, yeah, well, I don't want bit. that. Do, do yeah. I want a hot head? But, but what I'm saying, this will heat the bedrooms up and it will heat the whole house up. Yeah. You can still have your wood burners and stuff like that, but it's going to heat from the, the ceiling down. Mm. So, you know, you, if you're standing up, you're going to feel quite hot. And then if you're sitting down, you're going to feel a bit cooler. If you're laying on the floor, you're going to be a bit cold. Mm. Well, is that any good? Well, well, it's just, you're not selling just, that to me, to be honest. But, but you've asked me what would I install as the most cheapest yeah, form okay. of way to heat your house. Right, okay. That would what that would be. Okay, bye. Yeah, it's right. not the most comfortable. Don't get your knickers in a twist. No. Okay. All right. So number <laughs> number four then. Um, what about underfloor heating? Because we, I think it was um, was it Andrew that asked this, or you said, are heated floors an affordable option, or are they just for those? Are they just considered a luxury? Was it Adam that said that or was it? It was either Adam or Andrew. Andrew. Uh, If you're installing, the trouble is, it depends what heating company you go to because um, it's affordable when you're building a house. Uh, 100% because if you want the best heating system on the market in the world, it's underfloor heating. Right. There's no doubt about it. The Romans were doing it 2,000 years ago, Mm. but for some unknown reason, we stopped doing it. so this is what what it is. It's a don't ever install electric underfloor heating, not unless it's a tiny little bathroom or something, because that is so expensive to run. It's right. like a big like electric blanket under the tiles. So what is it run on? The underfloor heating. It's it's hydronic. They call it hydronic here in New Zealand. Um, so it's it's pipes laid into the concrete, insulation underneath it, um, and then concrete above it, and you pump warm water 
through those pipes mm. and that heats the concrete up and then that radiates through the house. I love underfloor heating. I didn't used to like it, yeah. but I really love it. It's like it's like a summer's day. You know, and you've got that heat and you wave your arms around and it's yeah, the same yeah. temperature. It doesn't feel always mm. very it's it just you only need to heat the room up to 65, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, that's about 19, 20 degrees, because then it'll feel about 23 degrees centigrade or up around 75, 78. So I understand that if you're building a house like we were, that it's yep. easy to, to go ahead and, and, and install it before while the house is being yep. built. But what about if I'm buying a house that hasn't got any heating? Remember my little house yep. is just a wood burner. I want underfloor heating. Can I have it? No. Really? You, I, I have installed retro. Can you just think about it before to say no, no straight No, because away. You, again, within a year or so, you can't use a gas boiler. To retrofit, say you had a house on piles and you can get to all underneath every room, you can put what you call spreader plates in there, these aluminium plates, and then you clip the pipe into it and then you insulate it. And so, and, and but you've got to run that around about 60 to 70 degrees to get the heat through the wooden floor and make it feel warm up above because the wood takes quite a long time for the heat to transfer through the wood. Right. Um, it's Yes, it's kind of, it, I've, I've done it, but boy, it's expensive because the it? labour... You know, it's going to take a team of my guys, three guys, four guys underneath a, fl uh, a floor a week to put that pipe in. Okay. So you just imagine that for four people for a week. If, you, if you've got loads of money, yeah, great. But we're talking here about affordable heating. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've done it in several houses here. And I've even done when it When you say loads of money, what are we talking? What would oh. we be talking to do a, a three-bedroom, four-bedroomed house, say? You'd be around the thirty-five, forty thousand. 40,000. Right. Um, but it's whether you can, it's only the ground floor that you can do. If it's most houses in New Zealand are, are a single floor, single story, yeah. But it's it's crawling, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a hard job. Okay. Um, because it's, it's what it just does. Yeah. 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 But it's not, it's not, it's doable. It's doable, it's but it's doable. just, expensive. it's doable. But again, you wouldn't want to use a heat pump to try and heat that water to that higher temperature to get the proper heat out that you need. So that's why I'm saying it's not really doable. Mm. anymore because you can't use a gas furnace to heat that board up so quickly and hot because mm. the heat pump will do it but okay here's another question for you and then we'll just go on to the the, the cost and then and wrap it up because i've been keeping you a while now brian you yeah gotta go and make my lunch now no but <laughs> so but if, if, if you're going back to building a house if yeah. you if you're building a house for underfloor heating then yes it's it's totally doable it you 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 must get again a proper heat loss calculation done if you're running a heat pump mm -hmm. Because if you don't do that, then there's a big chance that your heat pump, which sits outside, will what they call freeze up. So what it means is you have to have a computer program that will tell you how far to put the centers. So we're talking a pipe, how, how close the pipes be together, whether it's four inches, whether it's six inches, whether it's eight inches, 100 mil, 150 mil, 200 mil how far apart and when they buy the big windows, you've got to bring the pipes in, the centres go closer to get more heat out to give you a heat curtain in front of the um, windows. But, but your heating guys will do all this for you, your heating company will do but all this But you've got for to you. make sure if you that they are doing that for yes, you. It's okay. an extra, it's going to cost you an extra six, $700 to get that heat loss calculation okay. done by a proper professional, not just someone who's putting a finger in the air and going, yeah, this will work, mate. Because mm, mm. the gas board is, you can get away with it because you just turn them up a bit more. 
I think, I, I mean, I know it's great to talk about new bills and things like yeah. that, but I don't think the majority of it are people anyway. I don't think we've had anyone yet in, come through who's no, moved to New Zealand. No, because they haven't been here long enough, that's no, why. No, that have built their own home. Yeah. But, so I'm yeah. gonna, I'm just going to stay on the on the just buying a, a normal Kiwi home. Yes. So if I go down the road there and there's four houses for sale yep. and they're all equally beautiful yep. and they're all around the same price and I love all of them. Yep. And one has got um, a heat pump that's ducting out air through the ceiling that's going to make yep. my head hot, but I, I, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's still, it's still livable. It's, it's still livable, yeah. yeah. And it's, I'm not going to be paying a lot. And the other one has got radiators yep. that is run by a gas boiler, actually, yep. because this was put in before this new law is going to be coming out in the 25. Yep. Um, the other one's got a radio, a heat, a wood burner. It's got a wood burner in the lounge, and it's also got a, a wood burner in the family room, which is the second room in the house. So they've got two big wood burners in that house, which is very unusual in New Zealand because the per permit only lets you really have one wood burner. Oh, all right then. Yeah. Okay, so I've got one another house then that's only got one, one but it's really nice. Yeah. It's a really big, lovely wood burner, big oak kitchen, just lovely. This wood burner just blasting out. I love the house. Got wooden beams. Everything gorgeous. Yeah. And then the fourth house has got underfloor heating that um, is run by... A heat pump. A heat pump. Yeah. Which house would you tell me to buy? If all I cared about was being warm and not spending loads of money on my uh, heating. Then, then, you know, if the insulation's good in the house, the heat pump with the underfloor heating is going to just... You're just going to love the house because every room's going to feel warm. Okay. You know, and that's the beauty of... When you say a central heating system, that's that means that the... the the furnace, the heat source is located in a central part of the house and then there's a distribution of either pipes or ducting which takes it to the rest of the house. That's what central, and you have a central air unit in America which is a, the same thing for a, an AC unit which will, is centrally located which ducts it to everywhere else. Mm. Not individual ones like plug-in heaters around the room or plug-in you know, um, separate AC units. It's one heat source for the whole house. So if that does go down... You've lost your heat source, like you know. So you've just got. It's not a be aware of that. You just get it well maintained. Yes. You service it once a year. Uh, so I think we've actually covered. Uh, this is great because it's it's very rare that you get a one on one consultation from with, a specialist. Well, yep, yeah, from a heating yeah. specialist because that's going to cost you a lot of money to be able to do that in any well, any part you, of the world. Yeah, so yeah. You know, plumbers aren't cheap and you're even more expensive. So I appreciate you just giving up your time, right, to stay, uh, you know, to, yeah. to share your knowledge because it's it's well, great. Just one helpful. more thing that people ask, I have, a, have seen this asked, you know, oh, what about geothermal in New Zealand because of the hot rocks and stuff mm -hmm. like that? It's like, you know, if you live in the likes of Rotorua, you'll have central um, ducted from the council with hot water pipes going you know, around the streets and everywhere, you know, you'll see them coming into people's houses and you can hook into them and heat your house from that. But that's in a colder area and it's geothermal. The rest of it, it's too expensive to start drilling down and thinking I'm going to get free heat uh, from from the ground. You know, you've got ground source heat pumps. You don't need them in New Zealand, a ground source heat pump, because it doesn't get that cold. Um, so what that does, it works like a, a heat pump, exactly the same technology, but it just has a load of pipes in the ground, hundreds of meters of pipes. And it just, instead of using the air to get that refrigerant back up to temperature, it uses the water in the, in the ground from the pipes to bring the refrigerant back up to temperature. A huge cost to install. Really? And there's no point because we don't get snow. We don't get minus 15s. We don't get... Do you know? Well, we do get snow in the South we, Island. We, we do, do, but Do you know a, anyone who's got a ground source heat pump? Yeah, I've installed them here in New Zealand. So why are you saying no? Um, because we he lived on the beach 
and we didn't uninstall uh, an air-to-air heat pump because it would have rotted out pretty quickly. So we he he wanted to go, and we got a cheap unit from Bosch. The actual heat pump, ground source heat pump, was around about $12,000. But the installation with diggers and tons of earth and meters and meters of pipe, yeah. How much it cost? Uh, around about $40,000. Right, yeah. But it was a brand new build, a million million dollar build on mm. on the seafront. Mm. So money and it, there was nothing outside showing. You couldn't see anything. It's all inside. Mm. Yeah. All right. So before I let you go, um, I know Alicia said on the Slack on the Slack chat why are Kiwi Homes heated the way they are. I think that just comes down to the fact well, you answered that earlier, didn't you? Where they just didn't have the the didn't come over on the yeah, ships. We're an island uh, underneath the world that um, you know. It's a. They're getting better, aren't they? Oh, I mean, new builds of a lot of new builders got ho- have heated. New builds, them. the new builds, and the, the the quality of the workmanship in New Zealand homes in the new houses is outstanding. You know, it might be very modern and boring to you, um, you know, because it's not the um, you know nineteen thirties builds and stuff like that, and you know they, they don't lavish stuff on the homes. It's they're very minimal homes when as in to look at, if you know what I mean. It's it's all square rooms and stuff like that. There's beautiful houses out there as well. There's, I was gonna say, yeah, you depends you how they've been designed, surely. There's lots of monopitch roofs and stuff like that. Um yeah. But just work with your architect and tell him this is what I want. Don't listen if to them building. saying yeah, if you're yeah. building. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. just say this is what you I want to be building. But right. if you're not building and you're just renting out well if you're not building and you're renting at the moment and you're cold, hopefully, you know, that the little tips about the gas to please don't put one of those gas heater things no. in your, in your uh, bedroom. Or if you, if you've got a an unducted gas heater in the house, don't switch it on. No. Put an electric heater on. It's much safer because okay. people have them in in hallways and stuff like that. These little gas heaters that are unflued means that it's just uh, horrible things, really. Mm. They were quite popular in New Zealand at one time. Were they? Yep, terrible things. And then, you know, there's there's legislation that you can't have them in living rooms and stuff like that and mm. all, all sorts of – not in, in sleeping rooms, I mean. And I know, like, we go back to what we just said earlier, it's not it's not the best when you're cold, and especially when you've got kids. It's miserable. I know that, and mm. I know how that feels. It's not the coldest place in Tadanaki, but it certainly wasn't warm in that house that we were renting. No. But just knowing that when you are going to move into your house, just to allow a budget for heating, yeah. and you can put, well, you can put as much as you want to spend, you can put whatever you want in, yeah. but it's just... You are going to be able to do that. I think that's the the thing is people are thinking I'm going to rent a house. Oh, sorry, I'm going to buy a house. It's got no heating, and I'm what I'm. I'm just going to be cold for the rest of my life in New Zealand, and that's yeah, not the you, case. Is it's it? it's about budgeting, and some people budget throughout the year. So uh, my friend, my friend Simon, who used to work with me, he said, "What I do," he said, "My most expensive bill in the winter is say four or five hundred dollars, and my cheapest one in the summer is one hundred and fifty dollars." So I just average out through the year and I pay the electric company a set fee of $400 a month yeah. or whatever it is, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's $100 a week. So instead of thinking, oh, we've had a cheap week this, cheap month this month, mm. it's like, and spread it through just those, you can be in credit in the credit company. You don't have to, you just set your direct debit up to the to the um, energy supplier. Yeah. And he said, by the end of the year, I can be in credit sometimes, mm. you know. And so that's the way you've got to look at it. And if you, you've got to allow for a heating budget to heat your home. Yes, you have. And it, if it costs you $200 extra a month, I don't know where these Kiwis get it. I honestly out. don't get this mentality. Because they're of, cold. They what? have a cold house. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I don't get that mentality of, oh, I'll just put another jersey on. I'm sorry. No. No, no you've got to be careful when you're heating heat a house because if your living room's hot, your other rooms are cold, you're going to end up with condensation problems because. 
cold and heat, you need to evenly heat a house out, you know, to stop the condensation problems. We don't get condensation in this house. We do get mould on some of the windows. So going back to that, because I know Adam said that and then we will go. Um, the thing is, you've got to remember that our house is completely different because we've built oh, it's our a own new house. Yeah, I know. put all the yeah. right heating in it. So, of course, it's not going to get mildew or whatever but yeah what i'm saying so i know adam you did mention that you you know he's got a nice warm lounge and then the, the kitchen or the but sorry the bedrooms have got all mm. mold and mildew around the windows and things yeah. like that any any tips that you can do to avoid that uh it, if you've got ceiling fans the ceiling fans are great because they keep you cool in the summer and they keep you they can keep you warmer in the winter because you turn them to blow up in the winter so you don't get the draft but it blows it it takes the heat from the, the the ceiling and it'll spread it across the ceiling and down the walls so that can stop a lot of condensation okay you know just from running a, a, a simple ceiling fan yeah but you say know, if they're renting they're not going to be able to go and put a ceiling fan in no they? but does yeah. that work just with a pedestal fan does that does, does that do the same you could, you, not quite no because no? it's it's that's low down what i'm saying is that fan it, it's a great it's a great hack to yeah, stop condensation. Is. Like yeah. you know, um, we've got them in all our bedrooms. But, yeah, we have. You know, you. I think they're two hundred dollars each yes. for, a, for a fan. Yeah, and electrician to wire it up, or if, if you've got a central light, swap it out. Can I just ask you before we go? If you were buying a house now and yeah. you had a a, a budget of fifteen thousand dollars, yeah. And you could you that's all you had. Would and someone said to you, you can either spend that fifteen thousand dollars on getting your on your windows double glazed, yep. or a heating system put in your house. Which one would you go for? That's a no brainer. The heating system. You would. Yeah, hundred percent. Double glazing won't make that much difference to your house. Really? Not not New Zealand double glazing. It's only a, you know a twenty mil um, air gap, or you know you can get more expensive stuff, but it's going to cost you. Probably sixty, seventy thousand dollars to change the double glazing, but but I've, we've did, I did it so many times um, before, you know, because I, you just say to people, invest in some curtains at night or blinds that you can pull down, because uh, that's when you need the heat to mm. be kept in, and 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 invest fifteen, twenty thousand on a heat system. Yeah, the amount of people that would come back to me six months later and say thank you so much, really, because you know the windows weren't that drafty. They're aluminium windows, but. It's not. People get double glazing and think it hasn't made any difference because mm. it's cold. So yeah. it's not going to keep the, the heat in. And it's, there's no heat been put in. So how's it going to get hot? Mm. Where's it getting the heat from? Yeah. Yeah. All right. One Brian. last thing, Les. Just we had a few things people talking about tumble dryers and air dryers and stuff like that. Mm. Um, because it was one thing. It was it was a remark that I think Andrew made, and he turned around and said. Oh, there's no there's no clothes dryers, tumble dryers in in, in New Zealand houses, and it's like yes, there is. Um, you're just not hanging out with the right yeah, people, Andrew. That's all. Yeah, that's that's the thing, and it's just like if you're in a rental, then there might not well be a tumble dryer. And a lot of people have have I've heard talking about um, the New Zealand style of tumble dryers. They're a lot smaller than the American ones. The American ones, I know when we were living in Canada. They were huge, weren't they? You could get a bloody... Everything uh, in America is huge. It's, it's much yeah, better. It, it's not much better. I think it's so. much, much, much more an inefficient way to dry well, clothes. It's big and it's good. Because they, they have these huge tumble dryers that, you know, the, the about twice the size of the ones we get here. And they have a vent straight to outside. So you're putting two kilowatts of energy straight in to dry your clothes and it gets blown outside. Mm. And it's like, oh. So that, what's the answer? 
so what 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 they, they are in New Zealand they they they've moved away from the the open vented ones because they're not efficient and again you know you need a five star rating for a, a a good appliance these days so an american tumble dryer would probably wouldn't even get one star rating um but it dries your clothes in 15 minutes brilliant yeah but what i'm trying to say is like so you need a a, a heat pump tumble dryer or a condensing tumble dryer which doesn't have a vent to outside. It has a little unit inside, which... Um, I find those condensing tumble dryers, though, Brian. I've got a... I don't well, like you, this. They don't get your clothes... It takes ages yes, for your clothes but to dry. It, it's so much more efficient. So no, people are talking about how quick. much... Yeah, but it's 15 tough. minutes big. It, this world, that's what I was trying to say to you before. Go outside and yeah, just rub your hands you want, next want to the tumble little radiators, <laughs> little radiators at 80 degrees. So what, um, this is not me having to go at American tumble dryers because, um, you know, the European stuff changed a long time ago. And New Zealand follows suit eventually. Um, but what it is, it, they go, oh, it takes up to three hours to dry it my does. clothes. Yeah, It but does. Again, it's cost you. And not only that, when it comes out, it's not that. I don't know. There's just something about it. It's still not quite dry enough. Well, yeah, but you can change the settings on that to be oh, cupboard dry and stuff. Dry. Like What I'm trying to say is like you're going to probably use um, – you're probably going to use three or 400 watts of energy to dry your clothes. Yeah. Where those American tumble dryers, even if it's, say, 45 minutes to dry them, you'll have used two or three kilowatts. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I know it's a good way to say I know you, what you're saying. It's a it's... huge way to save money. And the space, yes, we don't have the space in most of the Kiwi houses. You know, we, we would have had space in this house to put one of those big vents. Mm. You know, I love the speed of them. And yes, you can dry your quilts and you can do this, but they're not far off the size of the ones that you see in the laundrettes, are they? Like, mm. You know, they're flipping huge. I know. <laughs> they're great. It's a brilliant concept. You know, it's like, oh, I need my washing machine. Oh, you have to just that. be eco means slower, longer. And you have to wait a bit longer. Know. You know, it's just like. I know. It's annoying yeah. though, isn't it, Brian? Yeah. I know it's saving the yeah, planet, but want, I don't care. Yeah, but someone <laughs> actually said on the uh, thing, I put it. I put my clothes out to dry outside and they didn't dry. Oh, yeah. I wanted to just talk yeah. about that. So someone, I go, who was that that said it? Um, I don't know who it was. Sorry, I apologise. But you did say that you put your clothes on the line and you waited a bit and, it's, and they still weren't dry. So... What I want to say to you is you need to come and live in the town. You need to come and live in the Naki where it's, it's windy. so windy. So yeah. you either live in a really, really beautiful sheltered part of New Zealand where you're not getting any wind. Because I tell you what, as soon as I put my clothes on the yeah. line, it's only because I, I'm lazy you, that I don't go out yeah. there and do it. But you've got to put them out in the morning. And then take them in I in the leave, afternoon. Yeah, I leave them out there all yeah. day. Yeah, you can't put them on the line at three o'clock in the afternoon and then... I'll uh, tell you where you can do that. I'll tell you where you can. Yeah, Gisborne. Thailand. No, Gisborne. I remember going over to... I'm going to tell you this. Now yeah. going, but I remember when we went over to see my sister, yeah. I had some wet baby... Oh, wet clothes. The kids had been in the sea or whatever. It was about three o'clock. She said, stick it... This is yeah. in the summer, mind, but, you know... No, it would, would dry. Yeah, yeah, it would dry. She just I'm said... I'm just saying if it goes dark. Yeah. yeah. No, obviously not in the dark. But she said, put it on the line. I put it on the line within half an hour it was dry yeah couldn't believe it yeah and she said oh no no we never use our tumble we haven't got we, we almost every a house has, has a washing line outside doesn't it so or, well, or, or, or my friend anymore, yes. then. <laughs> I only like, I only like talk about your, ro your rotary and your, <laughs> and your tumble dryer your clothes dryer <laughs> okay brian thank you so much for just sharing all that okay. knowledge and we hope that you know that it's really helped you out and given you some insight into heating your Kiwi homes and how you can move forward when you come to buy your home in New Zealand, how you can move forward and get that house nice and nice and toasty. Yeah. And get you, you honestly, the big, the biggest thing, because the majority of rentals will have a heat pump mm. as in a good rental, use it, 
use it on a timer. Don't come in and then switch it on because they take quite a long time to get warm and then heat up. Stick it on a timer. You know what time you're going to finish work or the kids are coming in or this, that and the other. Just set it into the little remote control mm. and it will come on. And so when you come home at night, it'll be warm. And yeah. that's the best way to do it. Don't let it get so cold, the house, that it's got this huge task to try and heat the room up. Yeah. Set it so the minimum temperature in the house is, say, 17 degrees. And it'll just come on and keep it at 17 degrees in the day and then it'll heat it up to 20 degrees at night. Okay. That's the way you do it. All right, Slackers, we hope you enjoyed that. And um, yeah. If you've got any more questions, then just reach out and I'm sure Bri will be happy to clarify any any questions that you might have. But hope you enjoyed this private episode and we will speak to you soon. Yep. So Kia Kaha, stay strong, stay warm and stay true. See you now. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. We have loved having you here with us. If you love this week's show, please share this with your friends. Send it to anybody you know that wants to think about moving to New Zealand and get on over here yourself. And tell them how brilliant it is as well. And also, if you haven't signed up for our free five-day video guide showing you what life is like, really like, in New Zealand, then go over to the website and sign up. You are missing out. This is brilliant go over to www.nzahead slash free and we will send you five days worth of videos about what life is like in New Zealand. You are going to love it. So one more time, that website that you need to sign up for the free five-day guide is www.nzahead slash free. So we're going to see you next week. Until then, have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Say bye again. Bye. bye. <laughs> Ha 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 ha.